0: Welcome back to uh, Talking Bad. Uh, I'm here with Blake, finally. Uh, Blake, we kind of missed you last episode.
1: I was here. We talked about last you, episode. Yes,
0: yes. You were here, but the viewers did not get a chance to hear you very much because oh, we had yeah. some technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, did, it that did not go well at all then, obviously.
0: Well, I was able to I, – I tried to save the episode as much as I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, you just – we had a great conversation going. And I just kind of took out all the parts where I was answering your questions, or asking you questions. <laughs>
1: so basically, I was just out of the whole thing. <laughs> kind of fade out
0: in the first five minutes. so You're just kind of gone, and I just kind of give vague summaries <laughs> for ten more minutes. <laughs> all right, well, of what I really like. Really we're
1: liked. back now. Let's get it going.
0: Let's yes. Get right okay, going. we're here for we're here for episode two called Madrigal. Which I still can't pronounce, right? Yeah, For your investigation, I pledge Madrigal's full cooperation and transparency. We're here to talk partnership. Three ways. You, Jesse, and me. Who killed Gus? Haven't I told you not to worry about that? There is gold in the streets. Just waiting for someone to come? But we were just talking about how last episode we were talking and we had no idea what this was even referring to. And then you just said, no, we're idiots because it's obviously the name of the company that's funding or was funding yeah, Gus's yeah. operation and all these other restaurants. That's something right there. Yeah. I mean, and, and I guess you could
1: get into that right away because that was in the cold opening. You know, you see this guy at first, obviously you don't know what's going on. Uh, I mean, you have a clue. I, I, I knew right when I'm watching it, okay, this guy is a higher up here. He's testing this food. We knew um, that, that um, Los Hermanos was through a bigger company. So you're kind of wondering that. I, I, at least I was the first time watching that at first. He comes walking down the, the hallway, anyway, of this uh, company, and you see about six of these food chains. Well, Los first- Hermanos is one of them.
0: Yeah, but first, wasn't – I mean, am I wrong or did it open with him taste testing the different sauces? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the uh, French and Ranch, the French?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sounds
0: good. Yes. Sounds amazing. I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was funny because I read an article on the Huffington Post that said the reason why French is in the episode is because um, the creator 20 years ago wrote a comedy – Um, that had French in it, and it never got sold, and he wanted to put it in something. (laughs) So (laughs) he said, (laughs) he said, 20 years ago, I wrote a comedy in which a scientist accidentally kills God and feels really terrible about it. Meanwhile, his former lab assistant goes on to fame and fortune by inventing something called French, a salad dressing that's half French, half ranch. I confess (laughs) I was cannibalizing an idea from an old script, but since it's clearly never going to be made into a movie, I figured, what the hell? (laughs) So... (laughs) I wanted to bring up French because when he was when that first started, I'm like, well, what's going on here? And then I'm slowly thinking, do we have a new Gus on our hands? Or are we going to have to wait? And then all of a sudden, we just don't. Right, right.
1: But the the I think the key thing here is when he's walking down that hallway, right. and you see these fast food logos, and then you see Los Hermanos being taken down. It's like, oh my God, look at this empire. Yeah, it wasn't. Los Hermanos, I mean, you're talking, obviously, I think it stems out to all of these fast food chains. I think that's what we're all thinking at this point. Like, this is a right. worldwide thing.
0: That could that's be a theory. Yeah, definitely. I mean, who knows if it was just this Polo Locos place or, or if it's multiple of them? We, we don't know. How can we even know? Polo
1: locos, have. no. See, no. we can't have no. things like that. We can't no, have I things wanna... like that. People aren't going to take us seriously. Polo locos, people aren't going to take us seriously.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. polo locos. No. Los Hermanos. Yes. Now,
1: listen. The important thing <clears throat> through this whole thing is okay. After this, um, what was his name here? I've got it, uh, Mr. Schuler. Yes. Once he killed himself, then we've got the grandson. Of the the guy who started the whole thing of of Madrigal, okay, he's sitting in here with you know lawyers and you know DEA all these people, and he's saying obviously Shuler's guilty. Uh, and an
0: innocent man doesn't kill himself. Okay, hold on, hold on. We have to stop you right there. That scene that you're talking about, I was just going to ask you about because mm-hmm. I did not see that scene. Ah, the second that scene came on, there was a child abduction somewhere near here. And they put up a child abduction. Oh. And they put up the emergency broadcast thing for a good two or three minutes, and it was right in that scene. So start over and tell me that scene again, because I did not have any clue what happened there. Okay. Well, first
1: of all, that's funny that that happened to you, because about the first three minutes of the whole entire episode, for me, was just... You know, and I just couldn't hear anything. I'm losing my mind. It was like the, the series finale of Lost when we just couldn't even watch it at all because something happened to the, you know, the station. Uh, right. So anyway, um, it, it, it comes in after that cold opening. Okay. Okay, and we come back and we've got the, the grandson of the, the guy that started Madrigal. Okay. okay. So now this is obviously an older man as well. Right. But he's the grandson. This company's been around for a very long time. And okay. he's sitting in a room with lawyers, agents of all sorts, and um he's just kind of giving his take on it. They're obviously asking him, Hey, what do you know about this? Why why would this, this whole Gus Frings going down? Why did Mr Schuler kill himself? What's right. this all about? And and he's sitting here saying, Hey, you know, the actions of Mr. Schuler uh don't Resignate well with, with this company and all these things. But at the same time, now you're sitting here going, well, wait a minute. Right. There's the the real head honcho of this whole thing. It's got to be this guy. It has right. to be. He has you to know, know what's and, going and, on. And here's what we're going to find out. Here's my little idea. Mr. Schuler ran the whole meth thing through the fast food chains. Well, we know that Madrigal has... Appliance companies, right. uh, you know, electronic companies—all sorts of shit going on. There's got to be tons of Schulers right. that are all under this grandson. I don't know if they said his name, but this thing's way bigger than than anyone I think probably imagined that Gus was running the whole thing.
0: Oh yeah, see that's you know I was always wondering if there was somebody above Gus or whether he was just this brilliant guy that kind of was taking out cartels and stuff.
1: Right. But. Well, it makes me think of, it, it, it. just and real quick about that, it makes me think of one scene where, in, in this previous episode, where Walt, Jesse, and Mike are sitting there, and Walt and Jesse are trying to get him back aboard.
0: That's the episode, Walt, right?
1: It, this same episode, yeah, and yeah. I might be skipping ahead a little bit, but it goes directly with this. Okay. Where Walt tells Mike, hey, we'll split everything absolutely even. We're talking about being owners, not employees. And it's yeah. like, No, you don't even know, dude. You're still an employee. I mean, these owners are huge.
0: Right. But I really like that scene. It was one of my favorites because, of course, Mike was in it. Mike's my favorite. But he was just like, no, because you're a ticking time bomb. And it's only a matter of time. And I want to be around when you're going to blow. Yeah. You know, Mike and, and we find out later, you know, Mike's got this granddaughter. And we're skipping all over the place, but it's fine. We'll get there. We don't have to give Mm -hmm. a summary of the whole episode. Anyone listening, watch the episode. But Mike, you know, has this granddaughter and, you know, Hank and them pull him in to question him. And they basically say, look, we found all that money you guys had stashed away. Even the one, the $2 million under your daughter's name. And we froze it all. So you have no access to it. Well, basically he, you find out Mike was kind of doing all this stuff for his granddaughter the same way that Walt was doing it for his family in the beginning. But now, Mike is even more like the old Walt, and Walt's now more like Gus. You know what I mean? They've completely switched.
1: I actually never thought of that, but you're absolutely right. I never thought about that, him doing it for his granddaughter. Like, obviously, that's what what they brought her in for. I didn't look into it that deep, but yeah, you're right.
0: And that's why when you fast forward to the end, he goes to kill the lady, who we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute, and she starts saying, you know, don't t- bury my body or anything. Leave me here. I don't want my daughter to think that I abandoned her. And that right. made him think of his granddaughter and was like, all right, well, can you get us some methamphetamine? Right. You know, getting back in the swing of things. Yeah. But anyway, I want to go back earlier to uh, the cigarette thing because I think that was a major plot point that's going to come back, obviously
1: well it is and i you know i i i was thinking about i actually in in my little notes here wrote under talking about that loved that scene yeah and because basically we see how manipulative walt is now yeah and he's just going to get worse um but for him to do this obviously he we, we know that he um uh poisoned um uh the little boy Ah, I can't think. I don't know. Jacob, Derek, it was something.
0: It it Uh, began with a B. It began with a B. Brock. 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 Okay, good.
1: We know he poisoned Brock anyway, but it's just amazing how he had this cigarette the whole time, does his little thing where he puts the fake one in there puts it in the Roomba. This is how manipulative he is. And then Jesse breaks down like, man, I can't believe I was going to kill you. But really, it's like, Jesse, you were right. <laughs> yeah. You were right. You, were you just right. don't realize it because he manipulated you.
0: Yeah. That and was. So, it's just very weird this season to be thinking back to that when that happened. I was like, don't don't kill him, Jesse. Don't kill him. And now yeah. I'm like, dude, you probably should have killed him.
1: Yeah. Probably you probably should have killed him. I, I I believe now like they're hinting at all this. I mean, Walt has put Jesse through so much, and oh and again the manipulation, the, all of these things that he's done to him, it's gonna come down to Walt and Jesse, dude.
0: Well, I Walt's, think at some point. Yeah, Walt's been manipulating Jesse to really like push his limits, and you know like here, you've already killed one guy, kill another guy. You've already done this. He keeps pushing him, and then all of a sudden he's just gonna piss him off, and he's like, well now I've done all this shit. Guess what, motherfucker. yeah come after you with a gun now you know i've done it before
1: yeah he knows how to kill for sure i
0: think it was interesting how he didn't just put the cigarette back like he actually put a fake one in there and then hid the rice in the light socket when why why didn't he just get rid of it well he thought about it he was about to flush it yeah he was about to
1: flush it and he was like you know what I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this at some point. I'm going to hold on to this. He didn't want to go through the process of making it again. So he's like, I'm going to keep this, and I guarantee it's going to come in handy. That was also obviously a very important thing. I mean, they showed him putting it in the wall with the camera behind the wall. I mean, this is very important.
0: That's a very, very... uh, We'll get back to this later, but we're definitely going to revisit this light socket type thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I wouldn't want to keep any poison of any kind in the same house or under the same roof as his wife because while I think it's awesome that his wife hasn't spoken very much in the last few episodes because I don't like her character,
1: uh, she is
0: basically scared to death of everything Walt does.
1: Right, and we know like the advances that he's trying to put on her and stuff and at the same time, he knows that he's this huge thing now and he knows he's the man and he doesn't really care, you know, that what what she's feeling and all this, I don't think. He, he no. really cares because he's like, Look, you're in this now too. Right. You're with the car wash, with the embezzlement, all of this stuff, there's nothing you can do about it. You're just as bad as me.
0: Right. And he got a little rapey there towards the end of the episode. Got yeah, a little rapey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think she's realizing it too. I mean, I think we're gonna see her actually come around again. I do believe she's gonna really? come around. Yeah.
0: You think she's I gonna, mean, gonna come around to him or is she gonna do something? that's going to resort to i mean she could just basically go to hank or go to his her goddamn sister who she tells everything to and be like i just can't take it anymore my god i'm so terrified don't I tell know. your husband and then of course purple shirt's going to go tell her husband <laughs> you know she's I, just i, I no I, I think she's i think she's
1: in too deep man and she'll be too afraid to do something like that and she's just going to have to go along with it and Hope for the best, and probably even try to get in on his schemes to help him out again. To or she might some, try to kill him. Take some pressure off of him. I, I well, I, I mean, that could be too. Man, what if the last episode is just her standing there pointing a gun at him in the family room or something?
0: Oh my God! See, who even
1: knows? Who even knows? Let's talk about. Let's talk about this. The most important scene, I think, was uh, Hank and Gomez are sitting in the. Um, uh, their boss's office okay, and he's basically saying, "Well, you guys did a great job. I had nothing to do with this. It kind of all comes down on me that i didn't have anything to do with it i'm I'm being let go i don't know if it was a mutual thing where they're like, you need to step down, yeah whatever he's it was, done. they're sitting there they're sitting there talking, having a drink.
0: I had him out to my house Fourth of July, cooked out in the backyard son shucked the corn my daughter cut up potatoes bring brought sea bass every time i grill it now i make a little foil pouch just like he showed me that whole night we were laughing telling stories drinking wine i mean somebody else completely right in front of me right under my nose
1: and then you know, it goes to Hank, and he just has this real puzzled look on his face. Yeah, and kind of looks back up to him. And then it goes to commercial. Now, we can interpret that. Interpret. Interpretate that. Interpretate that interpretate? Inter-
0: interpret. <laughs> interpret. Interpret.
1: Interpret. 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 We can interpret that two ways. <laughs> the the creators just going, hey, let's put some drama in this. Mm -hmm. And that could be, and it really could have just been Hank going, yeah, you know, being sitting here going, yeah, man, that sucks. Can't, can't believe that. But to us viewers, it's us going, oh my God, he's thinking, he's thinking, he knows it's Walt. He's going to start
0: getting on Walt's case now. I just think that's the one critique I would have, I guess, with the show right now, is that if you've been a cop for God knows how many long, and you're one thing that gets you out of bed after you've been shot (laughs) – is searching for your Heisenberg. And you look back, and the Walter White's initials are in the lab guy's notes, and suddenly, randomly, he become Walter explains that, oh, well I was Walt Whitman. It was it was yeah, supposedly.
1: Well, yeah, right, right. But that's but what not, he at least the book covered him.
0: But his chemist brother-in-law suddenly has tons of money enough to buy a car wash. It's like, if you're right. a cop, you got to look into that a little bit. You can't be that retarded right. to the fact, you, you know, you
1: just, you buy the whole gambling scenario. And I that's guess, that. but see, I don't, I don't think he is buying it. That's also the thing. Okay. I don't think he is buying it. There's it's, some
0: theories out there right now that he's actually like on to Walt, but just not showing it. Yeah.
1: I, that's very possible. That's very possible. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, you're
1: right. All the things that have happened. You're right. I mean, he's got to be thinking a little more than that.
0: Um, we definitely saw a brand new character, this Lydia, showed up in this one, who kind of out of nowhere meets with Mike. And really, this whole episode was about Mike, I felt.
1: It was. It was a Mike-centric episode. That was the first yeah. line I wrote in my notes.
0: We got to see his house. We know he likes to drink inshore shore and beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, real
1: quick, what, 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 was, what was funny about that whole beginning of that scene, it mm-hmm. was right after he had told Walt and Jesse, no, I'm not in, I'm out. Right. And so now we've got Mike at this diner. This lady walks in. She's got the big sunglasses on. She's very nervous. You know, they're having this little chit-chat. And I'm like, this is Mike just going back to being just kind of like a regular tough guy hitman slash thing. And he's going to be like, God, this is awful. I got to go with yeah and Jesse. But then it turned out to obviously be much more than that. But that was what I first thought it was.
0: Right. She actually wanted him to kill everybody that was work there. He said no. So she went to the next dude down the line. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I see, you know, there's people who are saying like the next guy wouldn't have talked, but then the money got froze. So Mm -hmm. by the time she got to the next dude, he's like, well, I have no money and uh, I'm scared. So, yes, I'm going to shoot everybody else. But of course, Mike, Mike gets the little puppet who knocks and puts (laughs) it on the door. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, great It really reminded me of that scene. I think it was last season where he walks in. And he has the gun up against the wall, and he's asking like the the Chinese guy at the desk, like, aim higher, or lower, which way? Because there's a guy behind him, behind. You don't remember that? Kinda. I mean, it should,
1: right? I mean, yeah. Mike
0: walked oh, in, and there had been bad guys there ready to shoot him, and but they were hiding inside this doorway, inside this little room. Mm. And Mike thought about it and put the gun up to the wall, and the guy's like, ah, oh, higher, you know, with his head. Yeah, and yeah, so he yeah. That's what it reminded me of. You okay. know, Mike's a pretty okay. sweet, has some pretty sweet hits when he's, uh, you know, when he has those scenes, like when he's in the back of the truck and they try to shoot up the truck.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. was sweet. Uh, and when he's just sitting on the chair and he's like, uh, all right, you ready? And he's like, Mike, no, just blast him. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And Mike. he's like, well, it had to be done. Yep. Yep. But, um. I don't know whether they're going to take this Lydia character because she tried to kill everybody.
1: You know well, what I mean? She is now the supplier of the um, methylamine. Right. Which is like the main ingredient, I obviously, that they need. Jesse said, hey, we can go back to pseudo, which would have just negated her they wouldn't have needed her if they went to pseudo but that wasn't right. going to make the same product walt said absolutely not we need the methylamine so mike knew this and that's why he told her i'm not going to kill you but you know what you have to supply us with the methylamine obviously she has the means of getting this i'm not really sure what she does i didn't mm-hmm. pick up I Think on she's that. just an
0: executive
1: okay but she has the ability to get them what they need right. to make the blue stuff
0: Right, right, definitely. So
1: she's very important, actually, at this point.
0: To them, percent. yes. But, you know, she's still, that doesn't, you know, her whole motivation was the cops are on us. We have to kill everybody to make sure they don't talk. You know, true. that's still the case. Yeah, so, true, right. So it's going to be a little bit of a trust issue, I think. But, you know, got, got old Mike back in there. Um, one of my favorite scenes, I think you mentioned it, was Jesse, dude. When he broke down crying, I'm just like, wow. He is crying over a cigarette he found in a Roomba. That's pretty good acting. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it wasn't about that. It was about him going, man. But yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, the acting, that was phenomenal for sure. It's funny how I used to just hate him, and I'm like, he's all right. You know, he's all right.
0: Yeah, yeah. He turned out, you know, they they really built up his character. Um, They just uh, had an interview with him on this website, the AV Club, and it's a huge interview. It's really cool with this Aaron Paul guy Mm. and basically he said, you know, they shot the first eight, they're taking four months off and then they're going to shoot the second eight and they don't know anything about it yet. But, um, they just said, uh, it's, they go, they asked him, you know, you just recently wrapped on the first eight of the final 16. And he was like, yeah. And it was a brutal, brutal eight. And they said, uh, they asked him, you know, you've said this is the darkest season. Um, does that take a toll on you? And he's like, yeah, but at the same time, it, it's going to suck to like miss all these guys when the show's over. I can't believe it's finally coming. And they're like, well, it's just unbelievable that it could get any darker than last season, especially for Jesse, because that was really rough on him season four. And he goes, mm-hmm. and this is what he said. He replied, he goes, I have no idea. There's always a glimmer of hope that you wish for, wish you always have a, the glimmer of hope that you wish for Jesse, but I just don't know if it's going to happen. This is a show called Breaking Bad, and it keeps getting more twisted. We're already we already see the finish line, and we're starting to go at a steady pace into a full sprint. And the final eight, I know it's just going to be a bloodbath.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah. yeah, it's pretty exciting. Like he's not giving any spoilers, but he's just like, look, this there's there's no way I can see this ending well.
1: Maybe yeah, maybe it's all going to turn around, and no one's going to like Jesse
0: anymore. Who knows? Who well he yeah, you know if he finds out. We're all waiting for the moment when he finds out that Walt poisoned this Brock kid. It's gotta happen. Yeah, and I mean it
1: will happen. Saul see, knows. Saul knows. Yeah, I believe.
0: I and have. Saul knows. I. Yeah, well, yeah, he does know. Saul does yeah. know. I forgot about that. Well, I have two theories that I came up with this week, and one after seeing the ricin getting hidden again, and we actually saw it. It wasn't just thrown out or something. Um, one of my theories is that, you know, it's suddenly going to be revealed to Jesse that from Walt, or Walt will be there, that Walt was the one that killed Brock. And Jesse will just turn well, around and be like... Well, didn't kill him. He's
1: fine, but... And Jesse's going
0: to... Right, almost kill him. But then Jesse will turn around and be like, yeah, I knew about two months ago when you just had rice and bitch. And, you know, just sudden you know, like tricked us all, and that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, and it my be. my other theory is that there's some reason that Walt Jr. really, really loves breakfast, and at the end of the series, he's going to throw down his crutches and walk away being the mastermind of it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something's there. He, he loves is, breakfast. He's
1: eating breakfast.
0: Every, every scene with him is, can I breakfast? It's just always <laughs> breakfast.
1: <laughs> You're right, yeah. I think there was, I I think there
0: was another idea. shot of him just getting ready to <laughs> eat breakfast. But um, um, I... Don't know what next season. I didn't see the preview. Did you see the preview for the next week's episode? Here are the ground rules. I handle the business. Is that absolutely clear? It's time to tell me the truth, Walt. I'm not leaving here until I know. How are we gonna fit a lab in here?
1: Who said here? This is your problem. It should come out of your head. Just because you shot Jesse James,
0: don't make you Jesse James.
1: I you know i uh I actually when I watched it again today, I stopped it before that even happened, just 'cause well, you know want- what I didn't really want to get into it
0: you didn't want you well, I just want to know what it's
1: called I don't know, yeah, you'd have to look it up well I just I didn't want to get off on a on a tangent of well, I don't know where we're you know we're starting new with this whole thing, so i, I but i at the same time, I didn't want to get on and talk in twenty minutes about what could happen next week.
0: Right, right. Figured
1: you know with, with the recapping and, the... but yeah, I, I I don't I don't know.
0: No, I'm more like the examining the the clues of episode by episode. That's what the show is. Well, the, but the next one's called Hazard Pay. I have no okay. idea what that could mean, but I don't that. know.
1: I don't know. I mean, where this one left off?
0: Well, it left off in a very long, drawn-out, rapey scene. He mind-raped her, I think. Yeah. He mind-raped yeah, yeah. his wife. Just yeah. like, listen, it'll be fine. You'll get used to killing people and poisoning children.
1: But he said, he said hey, you'll 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 soon see that everything we do, we do it for family. Right. Yeah, no, no, he said that's we do his it. whole thing in this. He doesn't yeah. realize, at first, yeah. yeah, you were doing this for family, but now... It's gotten to the point where it's it's an ego thing with him. Although right. he is broke and still owes Jesse forty grand for borrowing the money from him, I think to pay off that magnet.
0: Right, and I'm glad they cleared that up because I'm always wondering, like, how much money does he have right now? I never yeah, knew, and
1: he has none. Skylar gave it all to Ted.
0: Yeah, fucking Skylar. Six hundred and
1: some thousand. I thought he had much more than that. It was been going on for a year. I thought he had tons of money, but apparently so did I.
0: But we had, well, I he's did. been
1: he's had to pay Saul a ton to Remember, yeah. you know, because Saul's like plus 50 percent you know because this is highly illegal (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but so yeah now he has to keep going but he would never stop i don't think he would ever stop
0: i don't think there's i think that we really saw that because when he was like you know we have really telling scene was when walt was and jesse were looking for the cigarette and in his apartment walt well knowing that it's not there but Walt just kept saying, you know, this is fine. Everything worked out because we did this together. We were in this together. And we had to yeah. save each other's lives together so that we could move on. And Jesse's like, um, move on to what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's thinking, this whole thing, we got out by the skins of our teeth, and now we're done. Yeah. And Walt's yeah. note, like, no, we are going to keep doing this. Just we're in charge now.
1: One thing I just thought of when you kept saying together, and that's, what he did kept saying yeah he wants some, I mean they're, they're a team in this and although he has tried to like you know fuck Jesse a few times and right. has done this stuff to him he wants Jesse to be like yes Walt believes in me Mr. White Mr. White believes in me you know right. he needs me and we're a team that's exactly his manipulating him again like yeah. he's, I need you we're a team we're together in this right you know, now let me put this cigarette in the Roomba and make you think that we had lost it and here it is we found it
0: Revolution. yeah and then he's just breaking down, crying, and you're just like, God damn it. No, you didn't just lose it, you know. Right, right. I not even thought to check the Roomba, so. That's how smart Walt is, though, dude. Oh, like, man. Genius. I don't know. It's it's a genius show, and it's just amazing. I'll say it again, how very quickly here in the last few episodes, how my opinion and who I'm rooting for in the show just drastically changes from episode to episode. Like,
1: yeah. now I just yeah. want to
0: see what happens. I'm not really rooting for anybody yet. You know, I kind of hope Jesse gets out. really hope Mike, you know, ends up okay. <laughs> Walt, well, you know, now he's doing stuff that's just straight-up hardcore evil. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. We'll just see what happens to you. But, Mike, yeah. come on.
0: You can yeah, but, Mike, you know, I hope you at least get back to Mexico for something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike could do it, dude. Mike could be the ender of the whole thing. Who knows?
0: Yeah, he's a, he's the only level-headed one of the bunch.
1: Yeah, at the at the moment, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, i I don't think we have anything else for this week. I think we covered it pretty well. Was there anything else in, in the in your notes that you wanted to bring up? No, like I said, we kind of skipped around and, and and actually touched on
1: most of them. I'm I'm really curious to see who this grandson, like I said, yeah, who this grandson is this. He's the head guy.
0: Yeah, and I'm very anxious just for him uh, to hear about him, and I'm very anxious for Hank to finally put it together at least a little bit to where. There's a little cat and mouse going on, you know. <laughs> it's fine. You can sneeze. <laughs> I can edit that My out. My bad. <laughs> but there's a but little yeah. bit of cat and mouse going on last season that I really liked with, with the whole Walt and Gus. Who's going to get who? I think that's going to come back with Hank and Walt at some point. Oh, Obviously, yeah. I'm just tired of waiting for it. I mean, this is, this is like the Jim and Pam is to the office, like <laughs> Walt and Hank is to Breaking Bad. It's like, God, yeah. will you please just... Figured out already. We've been waiting.
1: <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. You're right. I mean, that, that, that's what's cool, actually. Those last eight episodes, there's your cat and mouse. Yeah. Until it finally comes down to it, for sure. Well, like,
0: like uh, this Aaron Paul said in this interview, you know, it's a brutal eight we have left, and we're only on episode two. So I think they're really setting us up to uh, knock our heads off here in, the, in a few episodes.
1: Oh, God, yes.
0: It's yeah. going to be awesome. Can't wait. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up now till next week. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned for our analysis, I guess you would call it, on Episode 3, t- uh, entitled Hazard Pay, next week. Yep, we'll see you our then.
1: gibberish talk, our gibberish talk about it.
0: Yes, we'll <laughs> gibberish talk about it for a while. <laughs> all right, we'll see you all next week. Yep. As always, you can check us out at talkingbad.blogspot.com. There you can check out some of the past episodes, stream any of the episodes. And leave us some comments about some things you'd like us to talk about a little bit more or some things we got wrong. Uh, We uh, do this podcast for free for everyone who enjoys the show because I think it's fun to have a little conversation with it. However, we would like to make a little bit of money off this, but we are not going to ask for any donations. We would not beg for free money for doing something we like. However... If you check out this book we made that's available in the iTunes store for the iPad 2, it's called Bet You Didn't Know. It's Basically, an interactive trivia book. A bathroom reader, if you would, for the digital age. Um, It's got a long list and many, many, many pages of facts. But a lot of which contain videos and links to further explore these facts. It's a little something we put together a while back. It's available it's on the iTunes store right now. It's the cheapest iBook, I think, that's on there outside of being free. So click the link right now on your whatever you're listening to, and it should take you right there. Or uh, just search for Betcha Didn't Know in the iTunes store. That's B-E-T-C-H-A, Didn't Know. And, uh, yeah, it's worth your while. It's a lot of fun.